Welcome back to Me, Myself, Imani. It's been a minute. What's up? <laughs> I'm alive. Yeah, thank you guys, you know, for returning, wanting to listen again. I know it's been a few months since August since I've posted an episode, which honestly I can't believe it's been that long. Life has really gone by fast, yet so much has happened. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to kind of touch base. I'm in the process of editing a pre-recorded episode for the Toxic Masculinity Part 2 with my male guest and friend Seth. I just want to give a shout out to Seth in general. He's been really patient with me. You know, we recorded that back in like August, September. And so I know he's ready for me to post that. And I am too. It's just I haven't really been in the mental headspace to go back and listen to our content and like edit it due to the nature of the content being about misogyny and things like that. And since personally, I've been dealing with that at my job actually for these last few months. So... You know, I just wasn't in a headspace to like go to work and deal with that every day and then come home and edit that as well. And I've also been going through like a life transition of moving into my own space, which is uh, pretty cool. That, you know, kind of came with its own set of challenges that I've been working through, but is like a huge milestone, you know, that I'm super grateful for and trying to celebrate as well. So kind of just an update on my end, but I wanted to make this episode about leadership on that topic that's been like a theme in my life these last few months of like bad leadership, good leadership, you know, what makes someone a good leader and made me reflect on, you know, my qualities as a leader and how that's connected back to my dad and stuff like that. So I wanted to share that with y'all. just been doing a lot of reflection recently with my move I've been like going through a lot of like sentimental stuff that I've kind of hoarded over the years and I'm trying to like reduce and in that stuff you know it's like stuff from high school and college and all of this and has just kind of reminded me of like the leadership experiences and opportunities I've had And like as a result, like the skills I've grown, you know, like in high school, I kind of revitalized debate program at my high school with some friends and, you know, really felt like I left leaving like a legacy there low key of like something that people didn't really know about was something that became active. Whether or not that's the case now, I have no idea. But at the time, you know, was the case. In college, you know, I've rebuilt, like, multiple uh, student organizations, including, like, the Spanish Honor Society at UNT and the pre-law fraternity at the time as well. And, you know, just, like, me working from a young age and, like, building a really strong work ethic um, and things like that, you know, I've been physically going through, like, those things to, like, remind me of those experiences which I feel like is like hard for me to like give myself credit for because I struggle with imposter syndrome. I like struggle with like discounting and discrediting like my accomplishments, like especially academically, because like that's not my life anymore. But that doesn't take away like what I've done 
but also I've learned that like those skills have like transferred into my current life into my current job role as a manager and so I'm trying to like give credit where like credit is due but not only like looking back through like all my old stuff and like high school and college but I've just kind of like connected the dots too of thinking about my dad and well one you know mo- me moving into my own space I been thinking about my dad because that is like such a huge milestone you know that I wish like he could witness but also like has reminded me of like my dad had his own company while I was growing up when he moved to the U.S. he started his own painting business and would do contract work and had a team of employees and so I grew up with that role model and Recently, I've been talking about that with my aunt specifically. I feel like in general, I'm really thankful for my dad's family right now in this like stage of my life because my dad's extended family is like usually people I see like during the holidays and stuff like that. But recently, it's been more of an active relationship because like they've just been able to really help me out, like get started with like basic furniture and like dishware and like stuff like that, you know in my first place so I've been I've had the opportunity to like see them more and see my aunt who's actually like my great aunt so she's kind of like a grandma figure to me she's older I remember that she said recently that my dad was such a good boss like such a good fair boss and I love hearing like characteristics about my dad but that recently just like clicked in my mind like of the leadership that I saw the good leadership of my dad that I witnessed growing up and as a result like I would like to think that like I have like attributed some of those attributes as well now my dad I remember she said like you know your dad would sometimes like pay himself less so like his employees would have more and like would sacrifice that and I think about specifically like my childhood in New Orleans when I feel like my dad's business was like the most successful and him and my mom ran the business like my dad did the painting my mom did the cleaning they had like a joint business my dad had you know a team of employees that would rotate often because it would just be a team of immigrant men you know who would come and work really really hard to send money back to their families and you know what I witnessed growing up was like my dad treated his team with such dignity and respect because they also built a community outside of work in our house in New Orleans we had an extra bedroom and like we would rent that out to you know whatever you know employer friend would need that and that would kind of rotate you know and in general like my dad on the weekends you know would like drink and hang out you know with his with his team on the weekends and just create like a really good community outside of work as well and I think like that allowed him to like treat them as more humans because they're not just like people who work for him but they're people who he also loves and cares about you know also people who can like just relate to like the stress you know I feel like your coworkers understand what you go through because like they go through it too (laughs) sometimes a trauma bond you know so 
I, I got to see that growing up. And, you know, it's, it's kind of hard now in, like, professional America because, like, those lines of, like, work and personal life, you know, are pretty, pretty, like, separated. But that's, like, allowed me to, like, come into the mentality, like, when I manage to, like, treat people, you know, as fully rounded humans, not just, like, you know, they don't work for me, like, I work for them, like, that is something my area manager told me, like, she's like, I don't work up, I work down, and I love that, because that's so true, like, if I'm not doing a good job, like, to be a good boss, then, like, what am I doing, (laughs) you know, like, so that kind of like put things in perspective for me and I don't know I've just been thinking about my dad a lot his birthday is coming up so that's cool Um, so yeah I don't know I um you know my mom always my mom has like this joke that she tells me that like my dad could like sell a banana on the street because like my dad's personality was just like a natural salesman like literally like super fucking outgoing like always charismatic funny like just makes you feel good and at the end of the days like those are qualities I would like to have you know or I strive to have you know I, I want people to feel like they have a safe space with me and I like to think that like I have a way of like getting to know people well I don't know, it's it's cool to hear these characteristics about my dad, specifically like being such a good boss, because it's like I'm striving so much to like do that right now as well. My dad was just somebody that you just felt good talking to. Like you left the conversation like smiling, laughing, like feeling better. And like that's what I wish I can do for people, you know, like I want people to feel better leaving a conversation with me and like making them feel good because of like, I know like that impact that that can make. I just, I wanted to acknowledge like me realizing like my leadership skills and growth and improvement is largely due to my dad, like witnessing him being such a good boss, witnessing him like build a team and work hard and like sacrifice and you know, that just like showed me a lot growing up, but also like showed me like the cost of like being a good boss like often comes at the cost of like your personal life and that's something I'm learning to balance right now and I'm struggling with is like when you give your 110% at work that often means like your personal life is like lacking or there's like areas you know where you're not like paying attention to at my job specifically you know we've had a leadership transition and I had to step up in my role and like run everything and that caused me a lot of stress that I was taking home and as somebody who's like been through burnout you know I could feel myself going back on that path of like not separating you know work from home and like taking that stress and I want to make sure I have a good work-life balance and that's something that's really hard to do and that's something that was really hard for my dad to do and I remember that specifically. Specifically, I remember my dad coming home from work and my mom turning off his phone like immediately because like my dad's phone would like stay blowing up and stay ringing and I think 
that's unfortunately the nature of like the more responsibility you have and when you have your own business and like you work your way up like you're responsible for everything you know so you're like always on call but you know I think whether or not that approach my mom did you know was like the best you know it's something different but kind of shows like my dad was trying to spread himself so thin which I also struggle with like he wanted to be a good dad he wanted to be a good husband he wanted to be a good boss and sometimes being a good boss took precedent over the other roles that he had and although I don't have a family or anything like that you know I have my friends I have relationships and things like that I want to grow and so I'm finding myself in that same struggle of like I'm putting too much into work and I'm not resting enough. I'm not taking time for me. I'm not flourishing in my social life that I enjoy, you know, building my home and things like that. And so it's just really interesting to see the parallels and interesting too, because like my mom has seen my dad go through those struggles and like seeing me go through those struggles now too. I think it's interesting, like the similarities you can have. With people who have passed, you know, and in general, you know, it's my goal to try to balance my work-life balance a little bit more. Finally, there's like another, you know, I have another store manager right now. And so like that's been really good to help alleviate like my stress and burden that I've had, but also to try to like acknowledge the impact that I've made at my job for a short amount of time because I care, you know, and like I care about people and I want to at the end of the day you know try to create a good work environment and I've always said like life is already kind of miserable like I'm going to try my hardest to like make work a space um, where I have the power to you know not be miserable because at the end of the day we spend like the majority of our time at work anyways so If I have any say in it, you know, I want to try to make things better. It's kind of my mentality. Leadership has just been like a theme, like I said, that's been in my life and recently and kind of make me ponder on the question, like, are people a natural born leader or is it something that you grow into? And I think at the end of the day, like everything is learned in life. And so I think like everyone has the ability to grow and be a leader. I think maybe like some skills might come a little bit more naturally, like maybe extrovertedness or outgoingness or things like that. But I don't know. I think my childhood and having a good role model of my dad being a good boss really influenced me and then me having my own experiences to help grow on that definitely helped and like now I'm in the stage of life where it's like I'm transferring everything that I've learned and done into like you know the workspace and so I think life is like a cycle and things are kind of coming full circle to me right now and I think too it's like also important to mention like rest as they say is like a rebellion and I know I've done the episode about burnout and kind of extensively gone over the importance of rest but that's come back up in my life right now too like I like to remind myself that like nature 
takes breaks. You know, nature has seasons and cycles where it's not working, it's not producing. Yet everything is on time. Everything gets done and everything flows naturally. I wish our work cycles could reflect nature, at least in America. But that's also a good reminder for myself and maybe others that like rest is not earned. Like rest is a right. And like, obviously it's a privilege, unfortunately, in our economy and like class consciousness. But I like to remind myself that rest is necessary in order to succeed. And I kind of lost sight of that recently. And so the burnout, you know, is really a cycle of like, it's really easy when you have the personality to like dedicate yourself 100% to something to like, you know, I burnt out from school and it's like now I'm finding myself back burning out in like my job role. And I'm trying to take a step back now that like, and like go back to stuff like this, like this creativity stuff, this self-expression, you know, I'm so looking forward to new topics, you know, after I upload the episode with Seth, you know, I'm looking forward to the new year and like starting topics, you know, that are lighter. You know, I started this podcast wanting to destigmatize hard conversations. And I think I did that. I talked about grief. I talked about academic burnout, talked about misogyny, things like that. And so, you know, I don't want the nature of all my content to be like super heavy. I'm trying to find a balance in that as well. (laughs) I think balance is just the theme of my life right now. Also, really cool note is that this podcast will have its one year anniversary on November 28th. So I'm hoping to get this posted by then. My I posted my preview episode on November 28th of last year. So it's been really fucking cool to see my growth, my journey in this, kind of my vision of this come to life. And like, I just want to continue to invest in this, continue to have guests, continue to tell cool stories, continue to like change the topics and themes. You know, I have so much space on this. Like I'm not limited And I think I often like limit myself. I don't know. I'm looking forward to getting back into the flow. It's been really cool to kind of just dust this off and pick this back up. I'm really thankful for everyone. You know, my like 45 Spotify followers, my 10 Apple podcast followers. You know, it's it's never been about the numbers for me. I started this thinking three people were going to listen. And I've been happily surprised by the love and support that this project has brought. And you know, it's so personal, it's so vulnerable, but I think that's what makes it unique and relatable. So thank you guys for listening. And yeah, I'll see y'all next time.